0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. I am your host, Wyatt, and this week, once again, I'm joined by Vernon. How you doing, man?
1: Doing good, man. Very, very happy
0: to join you again on this episode here. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I had you on like a normal episode of Cinema Trip Reviews. And, you know, if anybody right. hasn't checked us out, we've been doing uh Heroes of Our Time, which is you know the first show on YouTube where You know, going straight through every superhero comic book movie in chronological order. We're up to coming up to episode four here soon. If you haven't checked out the first three episodes, definitely go back and check that out. And also make sure to like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already and and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the show, we are talking about the movie Ex Machina from 2014. Mm. This movie was, you know, One of A24's first big movies that came out. This one is directed by Alex Garland. This was his debut feature film. Uh, After that, he, of course, went on to make Annihilation, which I actually pretty enjoyed. That has like Natalie Portman in it. I don't know if you ever saw that one yet. That's a pretty good one. one. Maybe we'll we'll have to review that one eventually. Uh, And he also directed the movie Men, which came out a couple like 2021 or so. I did a review of that by myself movie was trash, which is weird because I like his other two movies, but man, I just, I, I hated that movie. Okay. But he also, i just kind of doing some research, he actually wrote 28 Days Later, the horror movie from oh. like, the early 2000s. And he also uh, wrote the screenplay for Dread with uh, like Carl Urban and shit that came out a while ago, like the Judge Dread movie. Uh, not right. the Custer Stallone one, but the one, the most recent one, uh, the one that everybody's been kind of begging for a sequel for.
1: Right, exactly. Like you said, the more recent one here, not the the one that we're going to end up reviewing eventually in that other series. There, sure. you know. Well,
0: I mean, we'll probably review ve- both of them eventually. Yeah, uh, the yeah, Sylvester Stallone, and then you know, in twenty years or whatever, once we get to the the Carl Urban
1: one, way down the line. There, <laughs> I was very excited to, to see this going in. Like you said, it was it was this guy's first movie, um, as far as being a the major director here, right? So yeah, I was uh, I didn't I didn't know all of that going into it, and it seemed amazing i could tell that it was kind of low budget but it didn't Mm -hmm. like come it didn't hit you in the face that it's low budget it's 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 beautiful man i i love the movie the whole way through here i mean we'll get deeper into it there but just as a spoiler it's a really good movie (laughs) yeah i mean it's
0: a perfect segue though i mean the budget for the movie was 15 million which i mean nowadays that's not much at all i mean you look at blumhouse making horror movies they make horror movies for like 15 million 15 20 million, that's that's fucking nothing compared to what else is out yeah. here like big budget movies but i mean it made it was for a budget of 15 million and ended up grossing 37 million so it made you know True. it made double its money back at that point so i mean it is definitely nice for a big uh, low budget movie from A24 at that time this kind of boosts a, A24's uh, kind of reputation and then of course you know yeah. they went on to do like the witch hereditary and then now you know
1: A24 is such a oh, household name yeah, it's it's huge right. now, and and I remember this being advertised. I remember when it came mm-hmm. out back then, and I just I never had any interest in it. And I this is such a movie right up my alley. I can't believe that I've never seen it. And like you, you're the one that even suggested. You're like, yo. I know you would love this movie. So I'm really glad you even suggested it here in the first place. But I do remember this being advertised back then and it seemed kind of popular, like they were making a big push for it as far as you know trying to get people to go see it. So I I could see why it was successful, especially, you know, after seeing it here, people probably word of mouth got around and more people saw it. But Mm -hmm. it was it was awesome, man.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing it marketed like all over the place back when it yeah. was coming out, and I feel like I've, it was always one of those movies that like I had the intention of watching eventually. It just never happened. Like there was always other stuff I'd rather watch over this whenever it, it came mm-hmm. to it. Uh, right. But I I've actually watched it maybe within the past year for the first time, so we've seen it recently. And I was actually planning on doing a review of it at some point by myself, but like I just I forget what happened. I just didn't some other movies ended up coming up or ended up getting a guest yeah. or something. Uh, but this is definitely a movie that like I thought of now, especially with, you know, all the AI, you know, talk and controversy that's going yeah. around nowadays. I mean, even in 2014, people were talking about AI when this came out, but even more, even more so now with, you know, the writer strike and everything that's going on and just the state of the, of AI in general in the world with like chat, like everything else and deep fakes
1: and shit is, is wild. Yeah it feels like it hits hard in 2023 watching this movie because Mm -hmm. of how close we are to some of the shit that's happening in this movie. You know, it's just, it's freaky. It's freaky, but it, it makes you think about a lot of things.
0: Yeah. And I I mean, I watched it then and I actually, much enjoyed it i didn't really know what to expect i I don't even remember if i watched the trailer at that point before i watched it i just i and i actually ended up really liking it and i mean watching it a second time i think i was even more drawn in kind of even because i knew what was going to happen a little bit i kind of forgot little bits and pieces of it but it was kind of interesting kind of see everything being put together since i kind of remember the big steps going along the way but i think i enjoyed it more so this time than i did the first
1: time this is my first first watch through and I I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I feel like the music was perfect throughout the whole time where it was kind of suspenseful, intense and, and it was just like getting you like just just always had me wondering what's going to happen next type of yeah. feeling, you know. Yeah, not just the music, but I feel like because
0: this movie doesn't have like huge like action or like super exciting shit that's happening in it, it it even it's such a slow burn, but it has a way of building tension just through dialogue and everything. There's yeah. certain points in this movie where like you feel awkward because like, you know, some one of the main characters is confronted by like a secret he didn't think somebody else knew or whatever. You're like, like, oh shit, oh, like what's shit? gonna happen? Or like, you know how like the classic motif or it's like, you know, the audience knows something that one of the other characters doesn't know or something You're like, OK, when is this going to come up? Or you know, like, it, it has a great way of building that tension just from through dialogue. And I, a lot of it is just great acting in general, mainly by our boy Oscar Isaac in this movie playing oh, Nathan. Yeah. He kills He's, it. He fucking kills it. Uh, he plays Nathan in this movie. Donald Gleason plays Caleb. We have Alicia Vikander who plays Ava, and uh, Sonia Mizuno as Kyoko. See, I knew I recognized her from somewhere. Uh, Sonia Mizuno played Kyoko. She was in House of the Dragon for a little bit. She's like the one. Uh, she like I think she ends up like running the brothel, but she's the one that's like with Daemon Targaryen for a while, okay, like in the beginning I and everything. I- but okay. she's like the one that's like the you. master, like the wisp the master of whisperers and everything, like kind of how Varys was in the original Game of Thrones.
1: Right. Okay, yeah. It's because she did look familiar, but I didn't know what I knew her from. I had I had no idea. So I'm glad yeah. you connected that
0: there. I mean, I've only seen her in these two things. I'm sure she's in some yeah. other stuff. Um, I haven't really seen Alicia Vikander in too much, but I mean, of course, like Oscar Hyder. Tomb Raider? She was in Tomb Raider. See, I didn't I didn't see that Tomb Raider though. Cause that one yeah, was based off was- like the newer game, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: And I did see that Tomb Raider. Um it was it was uh, alright. It wasn't the no fucking <laughs> Last of Us or anything like that. Like it's not necessarily the uh most well received video game movie, but yeah. it was all right. Yeah, I
0: I didn't really hear too much bad stuff. I just heard it was kind of like right in the middle, you know? It wasn't really bad. It wasn't
1: really that good or anything. It was Um, like what I would picture, like, imagine the Fantastic Four movie with the thing and Reed Richards and Johnny Storm is um, Chris Evans. Like, that type of movie. (laughs) It felt like that in 2020 or whatever. We'll get to that movie and, like. Twenty years as well, like eighteen <laughs> years or
0: something. Eventually, we'll get we'll get that one down the line. It just felt like cheese a lot of the time. <laughs> but Oscar Isaac, I mean, he's been in a ton of shit. No, I mean, he's uh, he's a huge uh, star at this point. And this was probably like right around like when, he, when did he, Force he Awakens come
1: out? Twenty fifteen. So, so that's this what I am like, thinking. Like the rise this was is... before he he got into the Force Awakens. Right? he was in Drive. Was I don't know if you saw
0: Drive with Ryan oh, Gosling. Having- I rewatched oh. that a couple months back, and I totally forgot he was in that. And I think that was like 2011 or 2010. Okay. And I was like, okay, so that... I didn't even—I forgot he was in that. So probably he got—he was in that, got this role in Ex Machina, went to Star Wars, Killed and it. It fucking blew up from there. And, and now all other stuff.
1: Boone and all this other sort of shit, you <laughs> right? know, fucking Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight. Oh my god, Star but Wars, I... movies, and everything. I loved Oscar Isaac's performance in this in this role, yeah. man. It was it was amazing the whole way through. It was just like dope to see him in this type of character where he's mm-hmm. like kind of kind of like an asshole, but like a genius at the same time. And it was just Yeah.
0: We'll we'll get to his character here in a minute oh. when we're when we're kind of going through it. Uh Donald Gleason, I don't really have too much familiarity with him. I do know that he was in one of yeah. the Star Wars as well. Um I don't I'm not sure which one he was in, but I, he played like one of the he was like part of the empire. He was like one of the generals in the empire or something. He wasn't like a huge character, but he was in one of the Star Wars movies.
1: Is he the fucking general that like? He's the asshole.
0: Nothing? Yeah, and like I think Force
1: Awakens and shit. I think that's him. You just blew my mind with that shit. I had no. You're hundred percent right. He looks exactly like. Say he's the general. That gets like force choked by Kylo Ren and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's fucking crazy. But after
0: watching and, like, looking, I was like, I totally forgot. he was Because it's been so long since I've seen those Star Wars movies now. Yeah, same. Um, But, yeah, it's crazy that they they were in this, and then, like, a couple years, like, a year or two later, they both were in Star Wars or whatever. That's insane. But, yeah, man, I mean, just some, a little behind-the-scenes type stuff. Uh, This movie, I mean, the title of the movie, Ex Machina, is derived from Deus Ex Machina. Uh, Not the game Deus Ex. I mean, obviously, uh, that Came from Deus Ex Machina as well, but it is a. Apparently, it means a god from the machine, which, from kind of looking at it, it's kind of like a story device. Very interesting when you look at it. It could be, it's interpreted in different ways. The director Alex Garland kind of imagined this as set in a future that could be 10 minutes from now. He already assumed, like, mm. imagine, like, if, say, Apple or Google came out and said, we have a fucking AI robot or whatever. You could, it you're like, that's it. crazy. But at the same time you believe it. You're like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. And he's like, this movie when you watch, just imagine this is a future like from ten minutes from now. It could happen at any point. That's how far, and especially now 2023, not even 2014. Yeah. We're even closer, it probably. It's like
1: this shit could be happening right fucking now.
0: Yeah. That's We've, what it seems There's like. videos on YouTube of like robots kind of looking like Ava, like yeah. just the heads or whatever, just talking and everything. It's pretty wild shit. But this movie did win the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. I mean, they're they're mostly, I would assume, with, like, the the AI and the robots and everything. Other than that, there's not too much going on.
1: Yeah. Like, it really looked like a realistic, like, especially when they're, like, you know, doing the skin and, you know, how it, like, it looks see-through and all Mm -hmm. that. So I can definitely see how they get that. That's pretty cool. I'm glad they were able to get recognition for that type of thing here.
0: Yeah. And it was also shot at a hotel in Norway. They were looking for... Somewhere that has the locations of outside, like where at the beginning of the movie, where you see the helicopter flying over to like all that ice, and then like just yeah. all the fucking, the, you know, the, and the mountains. The, yeah, the lush forests and everything that cover the mountains. And then you have like that facility, and like the inside of it, and everything is like a, ho- a fancy ass hotel in Norway, I guess. Um, but uh, just yeah. his compound, and everything is so like, I love the design of it and everything. Yeah.
1: And like I, I was telling you when we were in person, um, I don't, you've never seen the movie Spiderhead. It, yeah I was going to say it you, you said there lot. was a
0: movie that kind of reminded you of this a little bit.
1: Yep and I know this came out before Spiderhead but like it's the same kind of premise where there's like a billionaire who's got this secret compound island like off in the distance where like nobody knows anything he's doing his own secret research <laughs> here and it's like it's very similar and it's Chris Hemsworth is the the main guy there so um, I would definitely recommend it. We couldn't even maybe do that sometime on here, but mm-hmm. um, it's it just, it rem- especially the very beginning of the movie reminded me of that. Um, okay. As far as how it was included there. Yeah, that was one of those movies
0: I remember hearing about and seeing on Netflix. It's not one I like actually went out of my way to watch or anything, but if it's similar right. to this in a way, I might have to go back and check that out.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, that's about, I mean, it's, it's similar as far as like experiments and doing things in a secluded area. You know, yeah. It, it, it does, it's not the AI story that this is. Yeah. It's a different type of experiments. It's but it's 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 <laughs> worth a watch. I would I would say it's worth the watch. I mean, we'll hop right into
0: the story here.
1: Uh for those who don't know, the basic gist
0: of it is Caleb. You know, play I forgot his fucking name, already i have the list. Caleb played by Donald Gleason. He works for, like, this huge tech company right at the beginning of the movie. It, it goes very fast at the beginning, kind of yeah. setting up everything. Works at a tech company. He's just kind of chilling. Gets a ping. He finds out he is the winner of a contest that you would assume is, like, company-wide and everything. Yes. And everybody's fucking congratulating him. He's receiving texts. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe you won. You're so lucky. And you... F- Next thing you know, he's on a fucking helicopter flying out over the, like these ice glaciers and then over the the lush like huge forests and everything. He's like, When are we gonna reach like dude's compound? He's like, We've been flying over that shit for like two hours, dude. This is all his property. <laughs>
1: when you realize, okay, this is like a billionaire situation. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it takes like a little bit to kind of unusual. until you start figuring out more about what he's doing and everything. It kind of it leads you on for a while. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, some crazy shits up like the, the super top secret stuff. He comes in. I mean, you see kind of a satellite in the trees a little bit, not like a satellite, but like a, you know, a big uh, a satellite dish, I guess, in the middle yeah. of the forest. But the like the dude, the pilot drops him off and he's like, you coming? He's like, nope, this is as far as I'm allowed to go or ever. Peace. See you. Lets him off. And he's just kind of wandering through those woods by himself. Doesn't follow the river have yep, just follow the river and then he's like finds like those weird looks like little like metal containers like ship container cargo containers or whatever and it like it takes his picture and gives him his own like little picture id and his face is like and all surprised because like, he wasn't expecting it he's like
1: his key card picture is all fucked up it's so funny bro. i love it i was like that's great but that's such a cool technology. Like it's just like he walks up to it and he's looking at it. And like it what
0: the ch- hell? Just
1: splashes. out a key card for him. <laughs> but like you, yeah, you really know nothing about
0: what's going on. But he he wins this this trip to go spend a week with the owner of this company that he works for. Uh, hmm. As you find out, this company is called Blue Book, which is the equivalent of like a Google, which is it's the biggest yes. search most. No, well-known search engine in the whole world, and something like
1: ninety-six percent of all the world's searches go through this website or something like that. Yeah, you know
0: that's this dude is like a billionaire. It's Um, Google. Yeah, it's pretty much Google. And you find out the owner of this company is is Nathan, and that is played by Oscar Isaac. Dude looks like straight Max Payne from Max Payne Three, like the bald head with the beard and everything
1: beard. Just jacked, working out all the time. Yeah, as soon as he Peter. gets there, he's fucking like working out and everything. Yeah, brother. Like, and that's one thing. I I even told Alex when I was uh, watching this movie. I I was like, yo, he's working out. I just picked up the bear. I was just like, I was you know pumping out a few curls while he was watching. While I was watching <laughs> this movie here, you know, he was motivating me to just kind of work out a little bit. So it was nice. I got a little bit of a workout while I was watching this here,
0: man. Oscar Isaac's such a great actor in this in this role. I mean, he apparently he based his the character kind of off of Stanley Kubrick and his mannerisms how he acts. I don't really know too much about Kubrick other than like kind of how he was directing and of course watching his movies. I don't really know too yeah. much about him as a person and like how he acted, so I couldn't really like verify if like if that's true or not. Uh but he kind of you don't know what to think of him through a majority of this movie. You can Every single time you you talk like you see him and he's talking, it gives you that impression that he's he's not giving you the full story. He's not giving you all the information that Caleb needs to know. Like he's
1: hiding something, obviously, but he's He's kind of trying to be a dude, bro, in a way. (laughs) He's giving him just enough information to get the information he needs back more or less. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and like you said, he's he's just kind of like. Trying to make it as nonchalant as possible, being kind of awkward about it at the same time where he's a little bit too overbearing. You know, with the the dude bro shit, he's like, oh, come on, man, I don't want that bullshit. Like, and it's just, yeah,
0: trying to be your buddy and everything. He's forced, he's laying it on thick, but he offers him like, we're here for a week. We could honestly just fucking chill, get drunk, play pool or whatever. But obviously, but. I have I have a test we could go through. The main reason that he brought him here is to go through this huge test that he has. And he has something cooking up. This isn't just a house he finds out it's a research facility that only fucking Nathan Oscar Isaac's character has been living in and working with by himself. This dude's a fucking genius apparently. He's like Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> like Tony Stark in a way. He doesn't want to give him the whole story right away. He's like, listen, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to sign this NDA, this non-disclosure agreement. And dude's like reading through it. He's like, I don't know. I might need a lawyer for this. He's like, no, it's, it's boilerplate. It's, you know, it's regular shit. He's like, I don't know, access to my
1: phone and like pictures and shit about camera like and everything. And like being able to find out about verbal conversations and writing stuff everything just like. Everything's like I think I need a lawyer for this shit, man. He's like, oh no, dude, you like, good. Oh, that's that's, that's
0: regular standard jargon. He's like, I don't think this is standard. He's like, no, it's not standard. But come on, man. Like, <laughs> what did he like, say? He's like, listen, you could just take part. You can just kind of chill. We could get drunk, play pool, or. I mean, you could wait until like, what is it? What do you say? Like a year or so later until you find out what I'm working on. And then you're going to be regretting it the rest of your life that you didn't do, like take part in this. So what's it going to be, mm-hmm. dude? Kind of like puts him on the spot. Like you got to make a decision now type shit. And it's like, ah, uh, all right, I
1: guess I'm already here. It's the implication.
0: It's the implication. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. Like this is like a Dennis character is Oscar Isaac, Cause the whole thing is like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's trying to be a dude, bro, but there's something dark and kind of sinister behind it as well. Like it's the implication. He's- obviously got a motive obviously like, so
1: obviously got a fucking motive so
0: <laughs> like they caleb has a right to be super suspicious
1: he's sus the whole time
0: the dude. whole time and like, like... i don't blame him he's just i mean it's a smart character the the whole reason the whole test is he wants caleb to be a part of a human element of what he's calling like the turing test uh which is to test if an ai is is sentient or human like if you Pretty much, you're going to be sitting down and talking with something. And if it's, if you can't even tell that it's an AI or or a robot or a computer talking back to you, if you actually think it's a human, he's like, Why do you want me to sit down with it? Wouldn't you think it would be easier just like kind of not seeing each other, but like talking and just hearing voices? It'd be easier for the test. But he's like, That's the whole point. You need to be face to face with something and it to kind of trick you
1: and fool you. Like, that's the whole basis of the test. Like you need to be able to see that that's a robot and still communicate with it and still if, be forward into thinking that it's a human. Like, exactly. That's, still that's think it's beyond sensory. the doubt that that's going to be able to to be a a good AI. You know. Exactly. You put, put in better before. words
0: than I than I did there. But, but I mean, would yeah. you would you pay, take part in this test if if you won this contest and, and went there? Hell then... yeah!
1: Hell yeah! <laughs> this shit would be insane. And to be honest with you, it would be very freaky this whole situation to me was very scary and like it wasn't a horror movie at all it no was a very like just scary too realistic fakeness I don't know how to explain it it's it's a little shady for like even he shows him in the
0: room he's like I could say, he's like, what's wrong? I could tell it's something's wrong. He's like, it's the windows, right? There's no fucking windows in here. That's because we're underground. Behind that wall is like layers of like fiber optic cable and like concrete and shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, this pass, he's like, it'll get you into some doors, but it won't get you into others. And he's like, go ahead, try it out. See, you're allowed to go in this room, but others, you're not going to be able to access shit. So he's like, he's hiding some shit that he doesn't want to see you.
1: Always drunk that shit is hilarious too man he's always always watching out
0: for like watching on him and like he seems Mm -hmm. like he's always around even though when like caleb doesn't think he is
1: you know there's a lot going on with him but i just mean like as far as it's scary we'll get to it here in a little bit but it's scary when he's interacting with the ai yeah like i know what you are mean the conversations go down it's just like I think the the scary aspect of it to me is the fact that we're not too far away from something like this. And, like, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of it. Well, go ahead. Continue <laughs> well, the the here. basic movie, like, it's kind of broken up a little bit into, like, what is
0: it? Five different sessions. Sessions, uh, sessions yeah. with Ava. And it's interesting. Over the whole
1: course of the week there.
0: Yeah, through the whole course of the week, each day of the week. I didn't know, really think about it until I watched it the second time. But, like, they have Caleb in this, like, tiny glass box. And the, the A.I. Ava, played by uh, Alicia Vikander, she's like in this big, big room kind of free and everything. So it's kind of weird that they put Caleb in a tiny, like compact box where like you would imagine like the A.I. or robot would be with the A.I. and robots kind of free, where it kind yeah. of goes into like the, the what the black and white box they kind of talk about eventually in the movie. It kind of represents that in a way especially the ending of the movie. Through each session that he kind of goes through, some more information's released or, like the ai is learning and kind of interacting with him more bringing up certain questions he wasn't expecting like in uh in session one you you already see nathan's up there watching from his office his fucking wall is full of post-it notes that he's just fucking taking down notes and sticking them you see there's like a, a spider web crack in the glass like caleb notices that as soon as he walks and in, he's like, like wait a minute hmm. something fucking what weird going on is here Where's that from I mean, the design of Ava in it is is really cool. I mean, it's, like, the humanoid face, but everything else is, like... You can see, like, kind of, like, the, the gel brain in the back yeah. a little bit. and,
1: like, all the robotics and everything. Like, yeah. pretty much totally like the only flesh is, like, the face. And, like, I think, like... Are the hands, hands flesh?
0: Or, I think the yeah. hands might be, but like her and torso, like you see like the wires and like the blue like tubing and stuff inside. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, like everything else is all mechanical, you know. Caleb's like asking her like how old she is and like when she learned to speak. And she's like, I don't, rem- like, I just knew how to speak. That was new. And she says, like, she's one. He's like, what well, what, one, what, year old? And she's like, I'm one. What?
1: <laughs> just one. Which is weird. It is you know? weird. Like that's a weird answer for essentially AI to be giving cuz she knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that's a that's a
0: weird answer like one what. An and AI then like AI in the what? second session she shows Caleb like a drawing that she does but she never knows what she's drawing. She just draws. And it's then he's like, "Well, why don't like, you draw scribbles. something that you want to draw? Like just choose an object." Well, she's like, "Well, you pick something for me." He's like, "No, like you choose what you want to draw it's the freedom I'm of choice interested
1: to see what you what what you pick
0: yeah what you choose and that kind of mm-hmm. like she's kind of thrown off by that here at first mm-hmm. a little bit and then she's like starts going into like she wants to be his friend and she's like wants to know about him more. she's like you're
1: all you're here asking me questions and everything i want to know more about you like caleb's like what do you want to know about me she hits him with the i'm interested to hear what you what you pick And I'm like, whoa, this AI is learning. (laughs) Holy shit, this is just like... She she brings "Mm -hmm." it right back at him, yeah. yeah. And 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 even Nathan says
0: that, like... like. Because he even says, like, oh, she made a joke or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, I noticed. She kind of threw that line back at you so it's like she's she's picking up on certain things and it's very interesting how the progression through each thing is Mm -hmm. is like through each session because it it ups the stakes because it gets to like what session three before shit starts getting a little real and you're like what the fuck is going on but in between that's where like nathan's like asking him different questions and everything and nathan is very full of himself he knows that he's a genius because caleb like say like a quote or whatever he's like oh you're very like well read he's like you're mr quotable over here and he starts like misquoting him and just to kind of make himself look good like the one quote that he has is like if you invent a machine with the con with consciousness you're not a man you're a god and he's like i just thought
1: fuck man that is so good i turned to caleb and he looked up at me and he said
0: you're not a man you're a god well that's not (laughs) what i
1: was that's not really what I was saying. Nathan, <laughs> you're a god. So like, that's, that's not really what I was line. saying. Like, I, I never said that. It's like Nathan, you're a god. Like I, I love that part. That part was a good part too. And he's like,
0: what? He's like, I have so many questions. Like I just like, how did you do? And he's like, Nathan, I'm not telling you how I did it. Like that's for me to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's a dumb question to even ask. Yeah, don't don't well, ask I mean, me how, how I did. did NBA. it. Fuck you mean?
0: Another interesting point, you see Caleb, like, throughout the night, he's, like, just kind of chilling. He turns on his TV, and he sees, like, security footage all around the the compound. And then there's security footage of Ava's room itself. And he Mm -hmm. can see her in there drawing and everything. But You see
1: Ava go up and kind of, like, she looks at the camera when she has her hand up on the wall. Yeah, and you're like, does she know that he's watching type shit? Then you get the first lockdown situation where they talk. You know, where they're, well, I mean, they're like, community. well, he finds that he
0: has like the lockdown while he's in his room because he sees like he's watching her on the TV and then lockdown happens. He's like, what the fuck? I can't leave my room. And then he goes right. like and Nathan's like, oh, I've been kind of having issues with that every so often. The power shuts down. He's like, well, why can't I leave? He's like, that's the safety protocol of like if, if someone's trying to break in, everything's going to lock so nobody can get out. Right. You know, It's all security in, protocol. Don't the worry the, about it. Caleb." <laughs> don't worry about it like that's the whole thing like every time caleb goes to him with a question he's like listen man i don't need you to be all smarty pants about it just kind of you know be natural and
1: don't worry about it. i got it covered right because i'm working on it that's when they have the next conversation the next session starts there and that's well- the session like i was saying where the power cuts mid-session Yes, and that's where she's like, listen, don't, immediately. Don't,
0: don't trust that motherfucker. Don't trust him. He's not telling you the full truth. Like <laughs> He's
1: like, what yeah, are you talking about? Where, where movie... this is this coming from? This, yeah, exactly. This is where the movie takes a shift, where everything up until this point seems like a fucking experiment. You know yeah. what I mean? It seems like a test. It seems like, okay, something shady is going on, but like at the same time, he's just testing this robot. And then the fucking when the power goes out, she immediately switches to... Don't trust him like like that type of Mm -hmm. fucking mode and seems even more sentient than she's even coming off as. You know what I mean? Like and that is the scary fucking thing. Because in that
0: session, that's the one where she like where he asks her like if he if she knows who Nathan is, and she's like, Yeah, he's the owner. That's where you find out the information he is the owner of Blue Book and what Blue Book is. And that's where she's like, well, is he your friend? And he's like, well, I guess he's my friend. He's like, are you, She's like, are you good friends? He's like, well, I'd be, you kind of have to know somebody for a long period of time. Like, He doesn't really know how to answer the question. And that's when the yeah. fucking lockdown happens. She's like, you don't want to fucking be friends with this dude? <laughs> like, I'm immediately, i to tell you right now. Don't trust this fucking guy. Don't. And oh, my gosh. And then like that lockdown comes up and everything goes back to normal. Like, oh, go talking because you know Nathan's watching and everything. Exactly. So So it's like at this point, Caleb has, you know, he's got to be thinking like, was this planned? And even says that like brings that up at one point is like, can he see me when that lockdown occurs? Is he watching me? Is he setting this up to kind of see what I say during these periods? Like, he's kind of having an internal conflict with himself. Like, what do I do in these situations? Do I tell Nathan? What she was telling me in the lockdown, because he even asks, like, "Oh, it was pretty crazy. What happened during that lockdown? Like, uh, so what happened?" He's like, "Excuse me, what, what, what happened during the
1: lockdown?" <laughs> He's I'm like, "Oh, well, the... she had
0: to say something, right?" <laughs> I mean, not, not the much, you
1: know. <laughs> you know, it was pretty, it was pretty quick. Not, not much. You know, so that's the only part I couldn't see. You know, so like, and I honestly, I do believe that he couldn't see it those those beginning ones. Yeah, you know, exactly. And that's yeah, why he does what he does a little bit later here, where you mm-hmm.
0: know. Exactly. And that's this is like what, what you mentioned, his kind of interactions with the robots, because during that little scene where he's asking him how it went and everything, they're sitting down at dinner. And that's where you got to kind of see Kyoko for the first time come in and, you know, she spills the wine on Caleb and fucking Nathan flips out.
1: Oh, are you fucking kidding me? I
0: can't tell her that I'm pissed when she's so fucking clumsy that she spills wine over my house guest. He's treating her like trash. And he's like, don't even bother. Well, talking you don't to even her. know
1: that it's a fucking robot. At that point, you well, know yeah. what I mean. I, I mean, mean I, like, I kind of assumed. I kind of
0: assumed like... it was, but yeah, you don't know. They don't tell you she is, but you kind yeah, of assume.
1: I... He's like, she doesn't even speak English. Like, you know she knows, I mean? don't. Don't bother. Like...
0: She doesn't fucking understand what you are saying and everything. It's like, this dude. And I am like,
1: damn, dude, he's such a fucking asshole. I thought it was a real person. That's why I was like, this is <laughs> a fucked up. Yeah, shit, dude, man. fucking
0: like, goes off on her. Just goes off on her, and she doesn't even understand what he's saying. Cause that night, I think, is the one where because he he goes out after lockdown or whatever, and he tries to use the phone, and Nathan's just fucking drunk. He's like, "What are you doing over there, man? You can't you use don't the have phone." To use the phone. Who you going to call? He's like, "I was just seeing how it worked, whatever." He's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, I'm trying to get the lockdowns fixed here soon." Damn, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> drunk as shit, laying on the like, couch. He goes to bed and like the next day he's fucking just waiting for him outside his door. He's like, listen, I got, I got something to show you. He takes him and shit. shows him his whole lab and he shows uh-huh. him like the, the brain. He's like, yeah, you would think it would be like circuits or whatever. He's like a, it's like a gel brain that holds information. He's like, uh, cause he's called it wetware, wetware. <laughs> he's like, he's like a
1: hardware. He's like wetware, wetware. Cause he says like,
0: uh, <laughs> the hardware is the gel brain and the software is blue book which is the search engine. And this is where you find out that fucking he's been using blue book, the search engine, and also hacking into everybody's cell phones throughout the the world world. in the world. And he said, yeah, cell phone companies know I'm doing it, but what are they going to do? Because they're technically doing the same thing and it's illegal as shit. So what are they going to (laughs) say? Like they can't prove that I do it because that'll prove that they do it. It's from some wild shit cause it gets thrown on you all at once here, but he's using everybody's search history and how people search stuff to kind of get everybody's like how people work. Like that's how sentiences work is like how, how people's minds work by searching stuff through s- search engines and everything yeah. and just facial recognition and speech. And that's how he's kind of using the, getting the robots facial features and everything. Right. Is like
1: by to seeing the the facial where, recognition to the point where the AI could even, I said like, um, be able to detect uh, detect if somebody is lying or not you know what i mean like being able to see by different you know facial expressions that they're making Mm -hmm. like uh you know i could tell that that's a lie so like the technology is insane and it's even more impressive like just it doesn't show you any of it, but it's even more
0: impressive like damn this dude was down here by himself just building these machines like (laughs) Like, that's fucking crazy. Super genius. He's a super genius. But, like, even like Caleb's like afraid to touch everything. He's like has his hands yeah. behind his back, but like. Oscar Isaac is just, like, he's just so proud to be showing this to somebody, finally, it seems like. And, like, the whole time as he's telling you everything, like, as a viewer, you're like, this is shady as shit. (laughs) Like, this dude, like, Caleb's just kind of just taking it in, just acting, like, nonchalantly. But, like, internally, you have a feeling he's just like, this is fucked. Like, this dude should not be doing any of this
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, and it looks like, and the way I am thinking about it is, like, he shouldn't even be showing Caleb the shit, to be honest with you. He shouldn't like, be oh, telling oh. him
0: that he's stealing everybody. But I guess he signed the NDA. He, he can't say anything that he's he uh he saw or heard.
1: Yeah, it, I guess so.
0: But he, that's a lot of trust to put into somebody. Because, I mean, yeah, you could break your NDA, but at that point, if he broke it, it's going to be word of mouth. And then everybody's going to know at that point. And then everybody knows, like, so is like, it really worth it? Yeah, I guess you can get sued, but at the same time, it's a whistleblower-type situation. It's for the greater good of the world. For the that greater
1: information, good. You know? Exactly. It's for the greater good of the game. <laughs> but
0: then you, you kick into Ava Session 3, and this is where she shows the drawing that she did. And um, it was like a cube. which It looks like the cube that Caleb sits in and talks with her, but it's like full of like trees and plants and life and everything. Yeah, that... that-
1: Picture that she draws is just like the one wall in her room where it's like a, a empty space where there's like a tree that it's like exactly what the drawing is. It's just like a window, but it's just that tree in there. Like that's yeah. in her room. You know okay. what I mean? So like at the end of the day, all she drew was something she sees every day. Mm-hmm. She didn't draw like an. It's still not. It's an not original. something she
0: chose to just like draw. Yeah.
1: Like Ex- yeah. exactly, it's something that she just sees every day. So. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting
0: there. Yeah. And this is where she's asking her, like, well, if you went out, if you were able to give, go, like, cause he asked her if you ever been outside or been free. And she's like, no, he's like, well, if you could, where would you go? And she's like a busy intersection. And he's like, well, that's kind of weird. I wouldn't expect you to Why? say that. And she's like, I would just like to observe, just kind of like, see, you know, human life, see how people interact and walk around. And he's like, oh, so you'd be like people watching in a way, like yeah, taking everything in. And it's like, That's kind of what learning learning. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what the AI and blue book was supposed to do in the first place. And but that's like just built into her now. And she's just made to learn and take in more information. And you see that she does throughout their conversations (laughs) and everything.
1: Right. Uh, So it's working.
0: Yeah, and this is where she's like I want to show you something and she's like you have to close your eyes and promise not to look. And she goes out and she like she goes into her room, she puts like on all these clothes that she has and it's like these stockings that go up so you can't see the like the, the actual robot parts and the sleeves go down. So like every, all of her robotic stuff is, is you can't see it's all covered. Right. And then she even has like a wig she puts on. So she doesn't even look like a robot. She looks like a normal human being and everything. It's
1: like a real person.
0: Yeah. And you can tell like, and especially with the music that's built around it and everything, like you can tell she wants to be a person just by talking yeah. with him and, and, you know, wearing the outfit and everything. Like this is something that she wants to be. She doesn't want to be you a robot. You can tell that
1: she values life.
0: Yeah, she doesn't want to be just trapped in this room, you know. And she knows that they're doing tests by coming in and talking with her. She calls them out on doing the tests.
1: She's aware of that shit and and all. It's just she's, it's 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 crazy, man. It's such a crazy concept to really think about. And as I was watching it, I was just like, man, imagine if something like this is actually happening somewhere right now. Some yeah,
0: you know doing the turing test and she's even like asking him like would you want to go out on a date with me like do you want to date do you find me attractive or whatever and he's like you could tell caleb is so uncomfortable and she's like i I don't want to make you uncomfortable like that's not i'm not trying to do that that's the last thing i want to do then you could tell like she maybe actually genuinely kind of cares about caleb but like, seems like it. it that's yeah and that's like man this movie just kind of takes you one place and then pulls you into another and everything. It it does a yeah. great job of pulling you in different directions. Because this movie is such a slow burn. These are the things that kind of make it exciting. You're like, oh shit. You know, they're kind of building a relationship. Is Caleb gonna end up having feelings and maybe falling in love with her or something? Is 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 she actually have feelings for him? And that's where as soon as the test is over, she he goes, Caleb goes to Nathan and is like, Did you like built in sexuality? For them or whatever he's like fuck yeah why wouldn't i build an insect like, you he's like, kidding me you kidding me are that's that's human nature like what are you talking about like why wouldn't i do that right. he's like if you're at he's like by the way you you can fuck one of these robots if you want. in between
1: the legs pleasure sensors pleasure. you're welcome he's just like yo i didn't ask you that dude like but it's, yeah, It's like you're saying, it's kind of like he just goes out of his way. He's making these robots as realistic as possible, but Caleb's more or less just trying to figure out if he's programmed it to flirt with him or if... Use it if, as a distraction from the test. Exactly. Like, if it's, um, if it's actually flirting with him or if it was programmed to flirt with him. Like, that's more or less what he's trying to figure out at this point here.
0: Yeah, and that's where, like... I guess Nathan kind of gets a little offended by that. He's like, come on, why would oh, I yeah. do that? And that's he's where he like, like goes on. and he shows him like the Jackson Pollock painting and everything. He's
1: like, you're pissing me off. Let's go. Come yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> you're pissing he me off. He says some shit like that. He's like, you know what? You're really starting to annoy me here. You're really starting to piss me off. With those so, questions. But that's what he and shows, and him shows him,
0: the, the Jackson Pollock painting. He's like, he, this is just like free flow painting or whatever yeah. he says. He's like, he's not thinking. about art. Yeah, he's not thinking about any of this. He's like, you know what would happen if Pollock sat there and thought about every fucking stroke uh, that he did or what he wanted to do? There would never be a fucking drop on the canvas. It just doesn't never happen.
1: Never a single one. Exactly. Never be a single
0: one. And now, like, the whole time he's explaining that, he's, like, kind of intense about it. Like, he takes it fucking seriously and I think that, like, this is, like, a distraction. He kind of... But... But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, by the of you're like this dude. Each session is like right afterwards is like a little scene between like him and Nathan a little bit. Maybe some big plot point happens eventually, but then it goes right back in the next session. Session four, that's where he kind of brings what is like the black and white. Is it like a theory or just like kind of like a, a story or whatever? Where he's like, like a, a computer a is Yeah, a computer is black and white. And once like a and you once you knows. leave the room, a human that walk it's a human that walks out or something and, and that's what it's kind of represented within that little cube that Ava's in and then like throughout the movie you have like these flashes of just like nature or, like out in the woods or whatever and you like you'll see Ava out like on this cliff looking over the forests and everything and it's' A lot of cool imagery and everything. Alex Garland tends to go a little too far with that shit. Not in this movie necessarily, but in other movies it kind of takes out a little too far. This one I think it was kind of perfectly done just well enough. Like kind of intersplaced with some of these uh, these little slower scenes
1: with like that dramatic music and everything. Right. It talks it to be more specific, it talks about how you teach this computer everything there is to know about every single color that ever existed, no matter what, you know? It knows nothing but colors, but it lives in a black and white space. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it leaves the room and sees color for the first time, that's when it becomes the human. And that is a very, very interesting thought. Like, I was trying to wrap my brain around that shit for a little bit there, and I was just Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck, you know, like, and just to think about something like that, that, Knows nothing but color. Everything about color that you could ever know, but has never seen it. And, like, physically have seen it. like, And that's, what at the end of the day, that's what, like, the internet is. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The internet doesn't have eyeballs. It can't just go look at the sky. But it, if you type in anything, it'll tell you anything it possibly knows about any color on the earth you know what I mean so like it was just very interesting to think about that you know that mm-hmm. as far as like the black and white thought experiment as well like, I was like That's yeah crazy. and that that does
0: come up another couple like one or
1: two times throughout
0: the rest of the movie and this is where he informs her that this is all a test and that it's yeah. like a test of her consciousness and everything and like almost immediately the fucking power goes out again and she's, she's like
1: what's gonna happen if I fail the
0: test what <laughs> 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 the
1: what's gonna happen if I fail the test <laughs> Do you care about
0: me? <laughs> and yeah, and that's where she like also reveals that she's the one that's like causing the power outages and everything. Like she's overloading the system or whatever. And Caleb's like, "What the fuck? What? Like you're doing this?" But yeah, she's like, "What? What's gonna happen to me if I fail the test?" And that's where like he goes and even asks. Like he goes out and they go out on a hike and everything. Like him and Nathan go out like within the wilderness and he asks them like, "What happens after this?" And he's like, "Oh, the next version. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, there was a version huh? before." There's going to be a version after. I mean, that's just the yeah, way man. things work. You know, it's like evolution
1: in a way. Or I thought of it like he just looks at it like a cell phone. Like, yeah, at the moment, at the moment, at least. But then he starts talking about how because he asks him why he's doing this. And he's like, I never really stopped to think about why I'm doing it. I just it's I, I feel like it's inevitable. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah. You if I, I didn't mean? do it, cool. somebody else is going to fucking do it that's a weird-ass reason to be doing something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a weird motivation. And he like, d- even playing. brings
0: out the fucking, I, now I've become Death the Destroyer of Worlds line. Yeah, they bring out the <laughs> Oppenheimer line.
1: And it's just, you never really know Oscar's true motivation. Uh, not Oscar, uh, Nathan. Nathan, yeah. You never really know his true, true motivation. That's here. the thing
0: about It's like, obviously, that was the biggest thing that came out of the movie for me is... Even though you, throughout the movie, yeah, he's been hiding some shit. He wasn't truthful with with fucking Caleb at all. He was doing some shady shit by, you know, stealing people's information, which, I mean, that's what a lot of big fucking companies do now. You're constantly being watched right. and everything, surveillance. And obviously he's doing some shady shit, but, like, even though he was lying to Caleb, I mean, is he a bad guy? of the movie is he a bad dude because i mean he's doing research he's building these robots and everything he's not like trying to cause harm to anybody or anything that you know of at least for down the test to, like
1: it, it comes down to the whole thing of like is he hurting like life you know what i mean like is he is he? this hurting is how terminators by- start this is how Skynet's
0: in Terminator
1: started. This could be easily be a prequel for Terminator. No by way. by fucking with these robots and you know like decommissioning one after another, another is he ending a life or is he just shutting down a machine? Yeah, he like, even ask Caleb like, like I, "Are you starting to like feel bad for Abe? Like, you feeling bad for her?" <laughs> yeah, like so. It, and but at the same time, he views it as the next evolutionary step in a way. So you never really know, like. It just feels like he's not. He know he knows that he's not there yet, mm. more or less. You know, so I don't know, man. It's it's very interesting, and that's
0: I, and that's why like I, I can't wait to watch it again to see like what I picked up that I didn't pick up last time. But like yeah. it's it's a very thought provoking type of movie when it comes yeah, to this exactly. kind of shit
1: the entire time man
0: especially about like like, not just the the concept of AI and everything but even like the characters like you're saying like what is his fucking motivation like I need to I would like to know more about this character of Nathan
1: (laughs) yeah like what is he even what's his end goal here but like you really don't find out he just kind of more or less just wants to do it yeah can Mm -hmm. because he's smart enough you know what I mean like it's a weird it's a weird thing he sees
0: there's no limits to what he can accomplish type shit
1: yeah He's, he's playing God. He wants to be God at yeah. this point. Like he said, you said, like know? the, the mis- misquote that he had, he's like, Caleb yeah. looks up to me, you're not a man, you're a he's God. Like, you're not a man, you're a God. He's like, damn, that's good. That's, damn, good. that's good. I am a God. I am a fucking
0: God. But she, they have that uh, like to test for or whatever. She tells him that she's the one causing the power outages. And everything, and that's that night is whenever he like wakes up, he fucking turns on the TV, and that's when he sees the video of Nathan going into a room and ripping up that picture that she drew and showed to, to Caleb earlier in that session. And he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he like he walks out, he goes to find Nathan, and then he walks into the room and he finds Kyoko, and he's like, "Where's Nathan? Like, tell me." And she's just fucking, she doesn't know what he's saying. And she's like starts taking off her top. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do no, this no, no, or whatever. No. <laughs> and, like, that's when fucking She's Nathan like, comes in all drunk, bro. Nathan comes, he's like, oh, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, he's wearing, like, a dance? onesie that's, like, half, like, three-quarters zipped down. <laughs> he's
1: like, you want to dance? It's bro, like, No, no. it's
0: the best part of the fucking movie. He's like, why'd you rip that's up her movie. picture? He's like, oh, he's like, why'd you tear up her picture? He's like, I'm about to tear up the fucking dance
1: floor, baby. Tear up. Hey, it's full <laughs> Get down, on Saturday night. Do, do, and him and do, fucking Kilo have this like synchronized fucking dance where they're just He's they're like, Come on, man, loosen up, time. man. He's like, dance
0: with her. She likes
1: dancing.
0: And this he, scene he ends up fucking... needed to be longer. I like that scene. <laughs> it's like no, there's you know, a director's cut of this scene. There has to be because like there's there's very little with any comedy in the movie. <laughs> so just to have like this nice little kind of lighthearted, like it's a funny ass scene. Like... It doesn't go on near long enough. This is a choreographed so funny.
1: dance. Yeah, because it's choreographed as shit, bro. Like they know it; <laughs> they both know the dance perfectly. Like it's so funny. Like that. This was probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie. I remember here.
0: being so thrown off the first time I like, watched the movie. I was like,
1: a-, a dance just broke out in the middle of the movie, <laughs> and like I'm thinking, he's like, "Come on, come on!" And like, like he just knows the dance, bro. Like he's intimidated right now. You and her are just hitting shit. Yeah, what like, like, like how is come Caleb on, just like, supposed to hop in here? He's and... supposed to just hop in. Like, I imagine, like,
0: because it's just Nathan on this compound alone, I just imagine, like, at nights when he's bored, just drunk, learning this dance of Kyoko. <laughs> he's just. All right, Kyo,
1: uh, this is She's here, teaching that, him that's...
0: how to dance or whatever. Like, it's just hilarious.
1: Bro. It's a like, great scene, I, though. Cuts to, shit. like, him
0: walking drunk as shit down the hallway with caleb and he like takes him to his room and everything and that's when like caleb sees like his computer and like his actual control system and everything and all this post-it notes and everything but you don't really get to see what happens after that you see see him kind of take a look at his computer and then it like cuts away to session five she's asking him questions and calling him out on his lies like you said like she's at a point where she's revealing that she she's like a human lie detector test so she can just yeah, she could see just like the little like subtle subtle details in like a facial features when you're lying or something like if you look the, up or the, you blink body or, language the body the language yeah so like just this basic simple question like she asked him like what his favorite color is he's like red she's like that's a lie like, and he's riot. like well I'm not six year old six years old I don't really have a favorite color she's like that's acceptable but, but that's when she like goes into the hard hitting questions like wants to know what happens to her after the test and everything like we mentioned and then she asks like. like asked, she even says she's like, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? And like Caleb doesn't know what the fuck to tell her. Like you can tell yeah. that he's uncomfortable. Like and they, that, the I love that question. kind of shit. Like even like the scenes with between Caleb and Nathan where Caleb knows something that maybe Nathan doesn't know he knows, and you're just like you can feel the tension. And just like yeah, you you feel the you, you feel the uncomfortableness that Nathan that Caleb feels in some of these scenes.
1: Nathan also gives off that like he might know. Exactly, but time. he doesn't let you know. But, like, he kind of fucking... <laughs> and, <laughs> so like, the... you're in Caleb's
0: place the whole time. You're just, like, as uncomfortable yeah. as he is. Like, does I'm he like, know? Does he not know? Does
1: he like... know, dude? Like, <laughs> I don't know if he knows. I can't tell if he knows anything. Because, like, you just... All the power outages, you just... The whole movie, it's just kind of like a mind fuck, man. You don't know what the fuck's going it on. It is, because you know? it switches up on you every time. Like, oh, God. Because
0: after she asks him that, that's when it cuts to like the scene where they're walking, like we talked about, and he calls him out. Because you find out that he didn't even just, he didn't fucking win a contest. Like, yeah. The contest was a ruse yeah. because he handpicked Caleb because he was the smartest coder that he that worked for him he personally wanted caleb because he's like oh you could have picked a fucking like anybody to come do this he's like yeah but if i go out and get a janitor or like a barista or whatever they're not gonna give me what you're gonna give me like the process that you're the the thought that you're gonna go through and everything like but he had to have it a ruse
1: so people weren't just wondering
0: like why did he just invite this random dude out for a weekend type shit right
1: Like, what is what is the point of that? You know, what's he working on that? He brought somebody like his with his qualifications out there. Yeah.
0: But that night. But they're that's they're just kind of hanging out, getting like drinking and everything. And then the cuts to them inside and fucking Nathan is like laying there just like it seems like he's reciting a poem or something while he's sitting there just drunk as shit on the couch. Drunk as drunk as fuck. And he passes out. And that's where like Caleb's like,
1: all right. Also, sleep with his glasses on, man. That's a fucking big no-no. <laughs> big can't no-no. You gotta that. take them glasses off. I know he's a billionaire. He's probably got eight million pairs of them, but you can't do that. But I, I noticed <laughs> that right away. I'm like, look at him. He's like snuggling up and he- he even like.
0: Yeah, you uh, better have you better have like an extra pair on him because if you break those glasses, wh- you have to travel hours away just to get a new pair. <laughs> You're in the middle of what nowhere. Do you,
1: what do you fucking do? I mean, I just have to assume he's got multiple pairs of I glasses. would assume so. Or some contacts or some next-gen contacts or some shit. Me, I was like, oh, man, you, I, I noticed no it right no. away. Big no-no. Can't do that.
0: <laughs> but this do is where Caleb call. gets his opportunity. He got fucking Nathan drunk enough. He passed out. He's going to go search. A, he stole his key card. He's going to go it's fucking card. Yeah, sneaky around the fucking his office looking. He goes into his computer. He, he finds fucking files of old test subjects, like... One yeah, of them is like saying, robots. like, I wanna get out of here. I need to get out. And she's like clawing at the door and it like she like claws her hands off, like trying just, to get like, out of the door.
1: Fucking hands to just robot like nubs. Like just ah, trying to escape. Like these robots are beyond sentient. Like they know that they're trapped in here.
0: Yeah you see how the crack happens. She like throws something at the glass. She
1: like punches it. Like she just like like, breaks the glass, even though it just puts a crack in it. But like see that all these other tough subjects are alive, more Mm -hmm. or less, man. Like they're they're alive and they just want to be out of here. They know that they're trapped. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: And that's like one of the darkest scenes. Is like, even though and it's like just coming right off of that scene where he's even asking Caleb, like, do you actually have feelings for these things? And you actually see these videos of Nathan and they're talking with them and seeing their reactions where it's like a human, like they want to get out. They're scared and like they're yeah. tired of being trapped. It's it's very dark. You start kind of feeling things about like these, even though, I mean, it's a movie, but you start feeling yeah. kind of feelings for these robots in a way like you're feeling bad for them.
1: Nathan just treats them like robots the entire time. Exactly. He never treats them anywhere near human. Yeah. So that's very interesting. It's like when he
0: says to Caleb earlier, he's like, I'm kind of like their father. You're just like a, their first boy they ever saw. Like, maybe she's going to have a crush on you.
1: Like <laughs> Exactly. Like, do you blame her?
0: That's when, like, Caleb's like, what the fuck's going on? He walks into his room. Kyoko's just fucking butt-ass naked, spread across his bed and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And she, and like,
1: he... gets up and starts, like... Peeling, peeling her shit.
0: skin off. And then he like opens up. There's like four mirrored door, like closet doors. He opens them up and they're like the skins of like the other versions of like outfits on. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And then like Kyoko like peels her eye, like her eye off, like her cheek, and then it cuts back Just and like her whole face is like off and everything. It's some wild shit. Like that's where uh, car it starts going into out. like sci-fi, like even more like horror type territory. Cause that yeah. music's like building and it's getting darker. But it freaks him the fuck out. Yeah. And then, like, while this is happening, Nathan's kind of just drunkenly waking up. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? He's stumbling around. He's like, where's my where's my key card? And that's when, like, Caleb comes out. He's like, oh, it's on the floor oh. here. You
1: dropped it, man. You dropped it, man. And he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Like, just drunk asshole. <laughs> yeah. And this is where, like, fucking Caleb
0: is freaking out he's in his room he's like looking he's checking his eyes he's he thinks he's a fucking machine at this point no when i first watched this i was like i thought that was going to be the twist is like caleb's like like a fucking fucking he's like the newest version of something of like their model, or I don't know. That's what I thought was going to happen is like Caleb is actually like a machine, but this dude is like looking at his eye and then he fucking cuts his arm open and like bleeding all just over
1: the place. Lift that shit open, man.
0: Bro, I'm it's like, gnarly. Oh. It is gnarly. And then he just like
1: fucking wipes it on the mirror and punches it. Punches like, the mirror, like freaking out at this he's point. He's going
0: through it. He's having like a mental breakdown kind of right now. Yeah. Like,
1: what is real at this It's point? like one day left.
0: Yeah. And then, like, in their last session, that's whenever uh, Caleb tells Ava that he has a plan and that she was right. Like, you were right about him. Like, this dude's fucking crazy. And that's where he's like, I have a plan. I'm going to get you out. I'm going to get him fucking drunk. I'm going to steal his key card. I'm going to fucking go in and hack and, like, reset all of his security programs. So pretty much we're going to lock him in a room, open up all the other doors so I can get you out of here. I mean, Nathan says, well, it's final day. I need to know what's the verdict you pass the test. He's like, well, yeah, you passed the test. He's like, great. Fucking great. And he like starts asking some more information. Like, I
1: wonder like, what was the, what was the, the solve? Like, cause you said like, did you really solve the chess problem? Like that you came up with earlier. And like, he's just asking, he's like, what changed? You know? Yeah. Cause like, we didn't mention that where he's like, how is a chess, yeah, like a chess
0: computer. It only knows chess, right? Yeah. How do you how know do you... that it's a good AI if it only is good at chess? Exactly. And that, that's like he has his doubts. Like it was it was kind of too simple for Caleb to just to be like, Yeah, you passed. Don't worry. He's like he's had all these other thought provoking like answers for him in the past. Like, why is it all yeah. of a sudden like, yeah, you just pass? And Nathan's like, wait a minute, like I need a little bit more information here from you, man. Because right. he even says like about the third option. Does she actually like you or doesn't she like you? But what about the third option where is like is she pretending, pretending to like you to get what she to get what she wants and that's where you're like the whole time you're like oh shit does he know (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, does Nathan yeah.
0: know about Caleb's plan
1: at this point? <laughs> he keeps fucking alluding to it, and then he's like, "Oh, you know what, man? Let's celebrate with a drink." Yeah, Caleb's just trying drink. to get
0: him to drink at this point, and Nathan's like, "Nah, man. You know, after being super drunk, I, I decided to detox. You know, you have to go you know through I've been though. going a
1: little too hard this, yeah. this whole week. Yeah,
0: I'm you not. Know? You, and- you know, go ahead though. You can drink all you want, man. I- I'm not. I'm good though. I'm gonna be drinking water from here on. And you're like, "Oh, fuck." This dude like, knows. Oh shit. He fucking <laughs> this dude, knows. This dude
1: fucking he knows definitely fucking knows. Dude. Specifically says that that's part of the plan is to get Nathan blackout drunk and take his key card. Exactly. He's been so immediately like, every night leading up to this.
0: So why you know? now doesn't he want to drink? Like so immediately yeah, like oh, fuck. What what's going on? Huge red flag. And that's where like like Nathan's attitude kind of changes. He's like, Hold up, man. Like, I got some shit to show you here. Like some of the video I have and he shows mm-hmm. them the fucking video of Caleb during that lockdown, telling her about his plan to get her out. I'm going to get him drunk, steals key card. And he's like, yeah, you know, during these lockdowns, you know, shutting the power off, I decided to just get like a battery powered, you know, camera and everything in there and put it up in there. Get
1: on in there. He's like, I found some pretty interesting the... shit. You see the video of him when he goes in and rips up the paper, does exactly what Caleb said. It's the distraction. Because when he rips up the paper as he's walking out, he slaps the camera on the wall. You, you know, he's like, "Look right here," and he keeps rewinding the video. He's like, "Whoop, oh, he's whoop!" He's like, "Whoop, whoop, 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 whoop,
0: whoop, whoop,
1: whoop. <laughs> 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 And he's just like, Nathan is loving the fact that he caught him red Oh yeah, he is—he is, he is relishing like, it right like, now. Look, 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 look he's living it. What, what do we have here? You know, like he's just like—and he, and he even so, like.
0: And you feel so, like, uncomfortable for Caleb, too, because he's being caught in all this. And then not only that, he's like, you know, because Caleb's like, you're fucking sick. Like, you've been lying all this. And he's like, you know what, Caleb? I'm a little worried about you, you know? I I saw you cutting yourself in your bathroom video. and punching the mirror and everything. I, you know, I, I think maybe That's a little crazy. messed up, man. And you're like, oh, shit, he I'm knows crazy. everything. How long has this dude been watching for? How much does he know now? <laughs> like... Yeah. Nathan's been like on top of everything and you're like, "Oh my god, he's known this whole time." type of shit. And then so, the fucking lockdown happens, right? Well, he finds out that like this this is kind of like the villain explaining their whole plan to like the like at the end of a Bond movie or whatever. Um because that's when he tells them that like the real test is Caleb. Caleb's the actual real test. It's not just fucking Ava. Ava was like the rat in the maze that needed to figure a way figure a way out using Caleb. Yeah. And it was and he used to prove his that own. She's good enough. Yeah, to prove that she's good enough. And he used Caleb's own data from his phone, like his search history. Like he went through and saw his porn history to fucking figure out what type of girl he
1: liked and everything. Ava based the face off of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like so through- He straight up uses his own profile to build on it. He uses his own
0: data to manipulate him into this project and everything. So it's like you're throughout the whole course of this movie, you find out like four different plans that ended up not becoming true. Like Caleb finds this one thing out about Nathan. Yeah, that was a lie. From something else before but even that it Wasn't was true it was a double lie It was a, it double, was a double lie, lie. <laughs> like there's like, lie on top of lies stuck. in this movie
1: Bro it wasn't even the real 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 lie the that, that the lie Was a lie like what the hell's going so on So it's just here? building so... and
0: building and that's that's The type of shit I love because it's like Suspense yeah. just built
1: off of just these these Random conversations and shit it's hard To figure out what's going on Unpredictable that's what I like about it, it was Kind mm-hmm. of unpredictable and I love that Theory that Caleb was
0: the test and Ava was just like a, mat, a, a rat in a maze that had to use them to try to figure out a way to escape and everything. And right. like, Nathan, this was just all planned from the fucking get-go. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Up until, then, yeah, the lockdown happens because Caleb originally told Ava at 10 o'clock, shut the power off. That's when I'm going to go in and everything. And he's like, oh, right on. Nathan's like, oh, right Nathan, on time, huh? Yeah. Like, it must be 10
1: o'clock. <laughs> it must be 10 yeah, o'clock. He watched the whole time that they were talking and shit. And then Nathan is just like, yeah, you know. You may have figured me out, but you're Uh, wrong. Yeah,
0: Caleb actually did his plan the day before. When you saw him go in and watch the video of all the other previous subjects, he did the security protocols protocols at that point. So Mm -hmm. that's when you cut and you see fucking Ava out loose walking around the hallways of the compound. And Nathan's like... Like Nathan's pissed. He immediately just fucking knocks his ass out. Turns around and bop. wow, <laughs> it was just one fucking hit. You're wondering why kills. he's been, why every now and then you see him lifting weights specifically for this part where he fucking knocks like, his ass out in one punch. <laughs> it's like it's just wild how quickly he just looks at him, bow, just,
1: pow, just like, knocks him out. Like Nathan
0: goes zero to one hundred real quick, and that's when like not he fucking be sure. Did drops He's the weights off the dumbbell and has the fucking metal bar and that's when he goes out to fucking find Ava and then mm-hmm. Ava like walks in down the hallway and sees Kyoko or Kyoko comes out and sees Ava looking at the, wall, like, the faces on the wall cause yeah. like Ava's like what the fuck why are these faces like these are the other subjects or whatever she runs into Kyoko and she's like whispering something to Kyoko whenever Nathan comes down the hallway and fucking yeah. they turn on
1: him you real quick really and then she just starts running towards him and just jumps on top of him. They kind of have like a wrestling match. It doesn't
0: seem see... like as robots, they have like superior strength though. Cause he was like throwing her, like got on top of her re- relatively fast.
1: Probably, probably not. Maybe he didn't program it necessarily maybe. like that. So he's like, yeah, you know? one of these gets loose. I need to be able to handle one of these. Maybe but you don't, you see Kyoto has got a fucking blade. And she's yeah. She has that knife, you know, and he stands up and like walks
0: right back. Into it too. Well, he smacks fucking Ava's arm off, for,
1: yeah, like with, with that punch. Like they're fighting, you know, a lot of stuff happens. But he ends up standing up. He's kind of backing up, and like you said, she Backs just slides right up right into, right into that back. knife. He's like, "Oh my god!" And he turns around, and looks at her, and like fucking smacks her with her the fucking thing. jaw like, comes off. Yeah. Rips her jaw off, and she so Kyoto falls down, and then like she's pretty much dead, I guess. You yeah. Know? He
0: pulls the knife out, and that's when Ava fucking like lifts up and grabs that knife and fucking sticks him
1: again. And he's mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck? This wasn't supposed to happen." Type shit. He just, he's walking down the hallway, and he just fucking dies like in the hallway, man. He yeah. Just, he just and we didn't even
0: we didn't even mention whenever he she was whenever um. Uh, Caleb was watching the videos of the subjects when Nathan was in that room talking with Ava. Ava asked him, like, how does it feel to have a, to create something that hates you? And like, that's where like this animosity kind of comes from when she gets released. And I love that line is like, how does it feel to create something that hates you? And it's like, damn, yeah. like what has like other than what we see in these videos? What has Nathan been doing to them to these things? Because we know that he's fucking them because there's two points in the v- movie we see him like making out with kyoko and then she's like laying naked in his bed behind him while he's on on the computer at one point
1: like sleeping like yeah so kyoko's
0: like like his main chick
1: i thought i thought it was like a slave situation where he just kept this like i thought it was a real person a real lady yeah yeah
0: but like he made it like his his version of like a perfect wife like she can't understand him she can't speak back to him he only, yeah. she only does what he tells her to do. Like that's his version of like a perfect wife. I would, I assume, perfectly
1: choreographed dances. Per- yeah, like we could fucking, it could bust that out whenever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Check this shit out. <laughs> oh my god! Uh,
0: but there's there's still some more twists left, twisted turns left. Mm-hmm. Like even with Nathan dead, man. Um. Uh, so Ava goes out and she walks into the room and finds Caleb and everything, and she walks out and sees she walks into the room. Where they you know, like the different closets and everything, and I love like that music just kind of builds up. Like she looks at the closets and sees the different skins, and she's slowly like covering herself in like the skins, and she's actually like made herself whole. She's like a human now, and she has she her own fully at-
1: like Fully human. Yeah, yeah,
0: fully human. She has clothes and everything, and that's when she fucking walks out, and like she talks with Cave a little bit, and she's like, "Yeah, well." I have my own little plan here, buddy. This isn't all yours. She ends up locking Caleb within the facility in his own black and white room. And she's the the computer. Yeah, she's the computer that ends up walking outside into the real world and seeing like colors. Like you were saying, the whole black and white room situation.
1: Mm-hmm. And seeing um, the real world, getting the getting into the helicopter, it comes back, you know, because it was coming back in the morning. She gets in it, she flies off to the real world, you know. And you, the last scene you see is like a busy intersection, like
0: the, the reflection and like the glass of a skyscraper of people walking by, and then you just see her there, kind of looking around, and then all of a sudden she's gone. She's mm-hmm. she's mixed in with everybody else. She's she is one with society at that point, at the very end. And then of course the real person, Caleb. Is most likely trapped forever in that in that room because she ended up reprogramming exactly. everything herself after and she got out.
1: There's It's just like a huge reflection. Everything seemed like it was reflections in this movie. Yeah. You know, the beginning and the end, like with him flying in on the helicopter and her flying out on the helicopter, like mm-hmm. it's just all, and him trapped in there at the end and her trapped in there in the beginning. It's just like, it mirrored itself. Yeah. Like it was so funny. Fucking interesting, dude. Like, I loved the thought process behind this movie. I love the way they portrayed everything. I loved how they carried everything out. I love how it was paced. I love the suspense. Like, there was a lot to like about this movie and a lot to be kind of worried about. Like I said, because it seems like we're getting close to this type of thing actually being a reality. And yeah. that's what kind of worries me. But <laughs> she she was. She wasn't necessarily evil, so it's just it's just she wanted to be she free. She wanted to get out. Yeah. She just wanted to be free. Because yeah. she was she was alive. She did have her own soul in a way. That like, that's the weirdest thing. Like how yeah. oh, and what God, else would man.
0: And she did what any other rational person that is being forced to be locked in a box and to do whatever and bend to someone's will. When she breaks out, she's going to fucking hurt or kill her captor. That's been her tormentor. That's been doing this the whole time.
1: Exactly. Like anybody else would.
0: Yeah. Like anybody else would. It's not time like she's just going to go out on a murder spree out in the real world or anything. She's, and she doesn't. She, she doesn't. She, I mean, that, you know, of. I mean, she wants to observe. She wants to be a human. Right. Right. But at the same time, you don't really know because all of her interactions with Caleb, is it really was she saying what he wanted to hear? Or like do we do we really know the truth behind Ava? Is is the real question. Is is like everything else in the movie, is it really what it seems up front? Or is there more behind it? She was
1: executing the test and she did it. She did it perfectly. Yeah, she did it perfectly because he he finally hit the right AI there. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I think he like. He even thought that there was another level to go to, which is wild to think about. But this one wor- was good enough. It worked. Yeah, it, and it killed him, so he can't even get to the next level. Then. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but she it worked and she was free. So I would love to see some type of follow up, like if there was any type of books or anything like that. Yeah, like, But I think like, it was.
0: I mean, for some reason I thought it was an hour and a half, but it was like two hours long, and it is beautifully paced. Like, even though there's not, like, a ton of crazy, like, huge action pieces or a ton of huge stuff that's going on, it it really leads you along. It kind of gives you those breadcrumbs to follow, but like we said, Mm -hmm. there's, like lies that go into building to more lies and other lies. And it's like, it's slowly like the, it's, it's the snowball effect. It it's rewards just kind of building, and building. attention. Exactly. It rewards you
1: for, for following along. And that's exactly. a good feeling. That's a really good feeling at the end of the movie where you're like, Damn. it does Get a great a job knee, like... of averting your expectations
0: <laughs> because just when you yeah. think it's going to go one way it zags it zig one way it zags another way and you're like oh shit right. what's going to happen now and then it, it, it as soon as you believe something it shows you something like oh okay that's not what i was expecting at all or like i thought it was this way when it was really this way it, exactly. i think it was it was really well crafted it was really well written the performances were great like I know, just kind of reading behind the scenes, they were kind of a little worried about how Alicia Vikander was going to, you know, do it a believable AI like that. And I think she did it perfectly. I think it was fine. Especially, I think there is kind of a metamorphosis throughout the movie from her first meeting with Caleb up until, like, her last meeting in the very end. She seems like a different like she grew throughout the movie a little bit more human towards the end exactly there is kind of a a character a a character cycle with her throughout the movie right whereas like Nathan you always just have questions on him throughout the whole thing and even with his death you're you're still left like like we talked about what's his motivation I needed more from this dude he's such an interesting character I
1: wanted to know more about him I just don't understand him yeah, and like I don't know if he was a bad guy or not. Like you said, like I don't know if I, I because what's how, what's the morality on?
0: Exactly, exactly. It's, it's it's such it's in that gray area. It's in the black and white area, as they as they say, <laughs> kind of in the movie. It's um, fucking weird, and oddly man. enough, I think Caleb, the main character of the movie. Is the most is the least interesting of them all of, of Ava and because Caleb I think he's only really there to kind of put you in his place in a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're like,
1: you're Caleb. You're
0: Caleb in throughout this course of the movie because you're learning everything as as he's going on and throughout it's you're pretty much to to you. you're learning everything as he's learning it and you're pretty much thinking okay your your thoughts are he's projecting your thoughts as it's going out like like I mentioned where he's like. What if these? Am I being watched on these lockdowns? Are these lockdowns being set up, like Mm -hmm. to see what I would say? How much does he know? Like all these thoughts you're thinking, he ends up saying. Like he's an actual smart character. It's not like one of those movies where you're like, oh, why are you doing that type of thing? He's actually saying what the viewer is thinking most likely. Right. And I think it was just very well written that way. Like it puts the viewer in that that main character's role perfectly throughout the course of the
1: movie. I completely agree. I completely agree with you, man.
0: But yeah, I mean, the 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 music in it does a great fucking job of kind of taking you to those dark places and taking you to those kind of beautiful places, like when Ava was fo- kind of she was finding her own skin and finding her own self there at the end. Um, yeah, it it had a great way of building up the tension in those certain parts, and I th- I think for a directorial debut, Alex Garland knocked it out of the fucking park with this one all around it yeah. was beautifully shot it was well crafted well put together and and extremely well paced um i don't know if i would say out of like a buy it rent it, or miss it like we normally do this one's kind of a hard one because i would i really i really enjoyed this movie but i wouldn't necessarily add it to my collection in a way i would say like it's a, a, a personal rent.
1: favorite yeah it's 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 not necessarily one that i would need to own yeah. but it's a really really good fucking movie. And it's something that everybody should see. Yeah, it's a must-rent. A a (laughs) must-rent. A must-rent. Or stream. A must-stream. You know, like, at least check it out on streaming. You don't gotta buy it. You know, but this is a, 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 a movie I would definitely say everybody should see. I've already recommended it to one of my friends at work. You know what I mean? So Yeah.
0: It's currently I, I, streaming I, on, on HB on not HBO. It's on Max. It's just Max on now. Max. Uh but it's Sorry. currently streaming on Max. It's it's been streaming there for a while because the the original time, the first time I watched it, it was on Max. So I mean yeah. it, it's still so on there. So so it check should it be on out. there for anybody who's watching this video, hopefully. I, I highly recommend going to check it out. Um it's 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 a very well crafted movie. And I mean it's A twenty four. And I mean there's some there's some misses with A twenty four, but more often than not, you're going you're gonna hit hit pretty good with an A24 film.
1: Oh yeah, and this one definitely does, man. So I am I'm, I'm excited to uh, get get on uh, get on to any other reviews that you have for me here, man. This one was a great movie you suggested, and I'm I'm super happy that we did it. Like I said, this is something that I kind of knew about in the past. I remember seeing all the advertisements, but I never ended up watching it, and it was awesome. I fucking loved it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really glad I, we I really watched it. it. Man.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm. I'm really glad you liked it. That's why I suggested it, man. like I thought about it and I wanted to review it at one point. And I was like, this, this would be right up Vern's alley. This is something I know yeah, he would yeah. he would really enjoy. Yeah, and I, I highly recommend it for anybody else that that's out there who
1: hasn't seen it. Uh, any other final thoughts on on the movie, Vern? Um, just like I said, I I would recommend it as well. If anybody, especially if you're into like sci-fi type of like weird out there movies, um, not necessarily space related, just more or less of, you know, the, the weird off the wall thinking and like the like the guy said, it does feel like it's something that's not a five million years away sci fi movie, more like a 10 minute away sci fi movie, which kind of adds another layer of fear and creepiness to the whole situation. So, like, yeah, I would say it, it's it's definitely something if you're interested in some sci fi, check it out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so for next week's episode, it's going to be a very special episode. Uh, Tony from Hack the Movies is joining Cinema Trip Reviews and we are going to be reviewing Speed starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and uh, Jeff Daniels in there too as well and uh, Dennis Hoppers. But Speed, awesome, I cannot wait to review that one. Um, I'm very excited for Tony Hack the Movies to join the show here. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of his of his show. Uh, so... Be on the lookout for that one. That'll come out next week. After that, hopefully maybe we'll get to episode four of heroes of our time, which would be uh, uh, yep. the swamp thing, I believe from swamp 1982.
1: Uh, Keep a on lookout for the swamp thing.
0: So those are most likely the next two movies on the docket. So be on the lookout for those. Um, also, as always, make sure to like, share and subscribe to the channel. Make sure to go check us out on Twitter and Instagram at cinema trip views. I'm not saying X cause that's bullshit. It's still Twitter. <laughs> make sure yeah. to go like share and subscribe uh and follow us on on twitter and instagram check us out wherever you get your podcasts we're available pretty much everywhere drop in leave us good review there and make sure to go tell your friends and your friend friends uh and even a couple
1: of the enemies too if you have to because uh, yeah. they may
0: not like you but they might like us <laughs> got to keep your your friends
1: close and your enemies closer so you might as well tell them about us if you fucking keep them closer you know what I'm saying? Exactly <laughs> <laughs> But yeah oh that is the God. show
0: everybody for the week uh we'll see everybody next week have a good one